0: President Joe Biden has created a disinformation board to monitor social media platforms. Critics have called it the ministry of truth. Is America slowly turning into a totalitarian government like the George Orwell novel? Will we have our every move monitored by Big Brother? Are the thought police coming next? Join me today as we look at the news through a biblical lens on End of the Age. Well, hello and thank you for joining me today on End of the Age. As you can see, Vince Stegall is not here with me today. He is expecting his new child and so he is with his wife right now. So we wish Vince all the luck there and we are praying for them today as they bring in their uh, new baby into their home. And um, so I will be alone today. Today is a very interesting day because we've got some things to talk about here that uh, or almost like we're living in a movie or uh, through a novel because Biden's ministry of truth has now been revealed in what all that is about. And so I graduated in 1985 from high school and it was a required reading for us to read the book 1984. So this stuff is... Is not really fresh on my mind as it used to be because it's been 30-something years since I was in school, but nevertheless, I remember the book well, and I wish that I would have known uh, then what I know now because, boy, would I have paid a whole lot more attention to that book as we went through it because it feels like everything's playing out right in front of us just like the Orwell novel. So in the novel... 1984, he wrote about a futuristic totalitarian government that controlled everything. Everywhere people go, even in their homes, the government watches it through telescreens. Everywhere um, they look, they see the face of the party's seemingly omniscient leader, a figure known only as Big Brother, and the party controls everything, every aspect of their life, even the people's history and their language, the ministry of truth in the novel is the place where history is rewritten to a narrative that the government deems truth, is done away with, and replaced by government propaganda. The political party forces the implementation of an invented language called news speak, which attempts to prevent political rebellion and eliminate all words related to it. Even thinking rebellious thoughts becomes illegal. Thought crime is, in fact, the worst of all crimes. Anyone who opposes the government in word or deed is arrested and taken to re-education camps where they're tortured into submission before being allowed to enter back into society. So George Orwell wrote this novel in 1948 and he just transimposed the last two numbers Uh, And he was only off by, what, 38 years because it appears that we are there now. The Biden administration has just announced its very own ministry of truth. And so the person that's heading over this, you see a picture of her now. It's a photo of the young lady. Her last name is Jankovic. And uh, this is from the Daily Mail and what it says from April 27th. 2022 Biden sets up a dense disinformation board headed by Russian expert who called Hunter's laptop a Trump campaign product. And she said she shudders to think about Elon Musk taking over Twitter. uh, And she starts Biden's disinformation board led by this Russian expert. She talks about the uh, the laptop being a disinformation coming from uh, the Trump uh, campaign. And so the Department of Homeland Security sets up this new disinformation government board to tackle misinformation in uh, the minority communities. It'll operate under the Biden-era Center for Prevention Programs and Partnership CP3 and provide grants to help curb radicalization of the U.S. Homeland Security Secretary, Alejandro. Mayorkas, did not enclose any powers that would be granted, but he did say it would also aim at election misinformation. Now, Nina Jankovic, a Russian disinformation expert, is the one who will head up this new board. Uh, She has previously uh, questioned the validity of the Hunter Biden laptop, like I mentioned before, calling it a Trump campaign product, and she also told the NPR last week that she shudders to think about more free speech on social media platforms after Elon Musk bought Twitter. So think about that for just a second. This came out uh, right at the time when Elon Musk bought out Twitter. This board was set up. It's supposed to uh, counter hate speech and disinformation, And she specifically mentions the thought of Elon Musk buying Twitter. Now, a lot of people, like we said the other day when we were doing the program, Vince and I talked about Elon Musk and how people are calling him the savior of social media. Uh, The reason why they're doing that is because they feel like he's going to bring back free speech to the platform where a lot of people's Twitter accounts were taken down because they were saying things that went against the narrative of what, the media, and what the government was wanting people to say. And so now she says she fears that since Elon Musk bought Twitter, he's going to allow this to come back for people to have free speech. Let that soak in for a second. President Biden has also set up this disinformation board headed up by a woke so-called expert who's against the free speech and tried to pour cold water on the Hunter laptop scandal. Yankovic will lead the Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Government Board as Executive Director, political playbook reported Wednesday morning. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Maracas did not disclose any powers that would be granted to the dystopian sounding board with addressing lawmakers on Wednesday. He did explain that the board would work to tackle disinformation ahead of the November midterms, particularly in Hispanic communities. So we're kind of starting to see what they're wanting to do now. So uh, he's going to curve this uh, speech right about the time that the midterm elections would come out. And they're neighboring. They're going right into neighboring uh, places of Hispanic communities. And that's who their focus point is on. It's kind of interesting that all this is coming out right about this time. So Maracus noted that the focus of the new board would be to stop the spread of misinformation in minority communities, including election misinformation, ahead of those 2022 midterms. He added that it would focus on the latest trend of misinformation allegedly targeting Spanish-speaking voters. No further details on the exact misinformation that's being deployed. So after we come back from the break, we'll get into more about this new uh, disinformation board.
1: In the Bible, God gave us a timeline from the beginning to the end of the age. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching our brand new video, The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Get your DVD of The Future According to Bible Prophecy free with a gift of any amount. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 in time That's endtime.com slash future or 800-363-8463.
2: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started In Time Ministries, there have been many times Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Doug Norvell, and um, like I said before, those of you who didn't catch us at the top of the hour, Vince is out today with his family. His wife is uh, in the process of delivering their child, so uh, we are very happy to announce that and let you know that Vince is with his family today, so keep them in prayers as um, they bring this new baby into the world today, and we just thank the Lord for that gift of uh, this child in their home. So back into uh, what we were talking about before with the um, Ministry of Truth that Joe Biden has put together with this misinformation board. I'm going to jump back into the article because I want to finish what the article talks about here. So Maracas, who is uh, heading this up, did say that the brand new board would come under the Biden Error Center for Prevention Programs and Partnerships, meaning it would have no powers to crack down on disinformation and will instead try to combat by throwing money at what it sees as problems. I, I don't really know exactly what that last sentence means. Um, they, they're really not going to have power to do anything but throw money at it. Makes it sound like maybe they're going to pay people to stay quiet or they'll pay these uh, social media People to enforce the rules a little bit more thoroughly. I don't know exactly what that means, but um, I can guarantee you that they're going to have a little bit more teeth than what they're saying they're going to have because this whole thing is about government overreach. It's about uh, having control over us. So um, once again, the young lady who has taken over it, uh, Jankovic, who revealed she was the head of the department following Morocco's meeting with lawmakers she tweeted out the cats out of the bag here's what i've been up to for the past two months and why i've been a bit quiet on here Uh, honored to be serving in the biden administration and uh, helping shape our counter disinformation efforts she added that a huge focus of our work and indeed one of the key reasons the board was established is to maintain the department's uh, commitment to protecting free speech, privacy, civil rights, and civil liberties. Now, to me, this sounds the opposite of what she just said they're protecting. Sounds like they're trying to shut down free speech, but I'm reading the article to you, so just hang with me. The Russian disinformation expert previously called the laptop of President Joe Biden's son, Hunter, a Trump campaign product. This is causing questions by uh, Jankovic's ability to accurately judge disinformation now that several sources have come out confirming the uh, validity of the Hunter laptop. Jankovic also suggested last week that she opposes the First Amendment because she thinks it's bad for marginalized communities and called Elon Musk a free speech absolutist, because he wants to make Twitter more open to all voices. So I just want you to think about that for a second of what she's saying. First, she says this is to protect free speech. And then she talks about how um, she wants to shut down free speech. The Biden administration has had some questionable people that they've put in charge of different things. Uh, we've had programs about some of the people that are over our nuclear waste facilities and uh, over our health secretary. And, uh, and now we have uh, Mrs. Jankovics. And here's a video that I wanted to share with you of her singing about her new position.
3: Information laundering is really quite ferocious. It's when a huckster takes some lies and makes them sound precocious by saying them in Congress or a so episode. Disinformation's origins are slightly less atrocious. It's how you hide a little, lie, little lie. How you hide a little lie, little lie. It's how you hide a little, hide lie. It's how you hide a little, hide lie. When Rudy Giuliani shared
0: Okay, so that was interesting to say the least. Uh, Lots of interesting, colorful people that are in this Biden administration that are. doing things that are going to affect all of us. That's going to affect our our speech and what we can say on social media platforms. I'm sure this is just the beginning of the reach that they're trying to establish here over free speech. Uh, But let's look at what some other folks are saying about it. So we've got an article here uh, where the Ohio uh, Senate candidate J.D. Vance says, the Biden administration is trying to control speech in America. During a recent interview, Vance criticized the Department of Homeland Security's creation of Disinformation Governance Board while pointing out its creation coincides with Elon Musk's buyout of Twitter. The Tesla CEO has vowed to restore free speech to platforms. Uh, Vance, Vance also took aim at the board's chief, Nina Jankovic claiming she's a typical yes-man bureaucrat that has not earned her title as a disinformation expert. He went on to say the board's main mission is to make sure the left controls what is considered disinformation. This comes even if the so-called disinformation will be adopted by mainstream media outlets months after vilifying the information. Vance asserted the GOP is going to have to stand up to the board and challenge the policies, which he said will likely bend to the left. Meanwhile, making his rounds on the corporate news outlets, uh, the Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Maracas, downplayed the reach of the board. Maracas stressed that the group doesn't have any operational authority and will only be employed to advise policymakers in the Uh, DHS. He also claimed the DHS will not monitor the general public. I don't know if I believe that or not, but that's what he says. We will not monitor the general public through the board, but monitor foreign adversaries that are looking to take advantage of America's weaknesses. Vance's comments came as the GOP lawmakers have overwhelmingly spoke out against the board with many uh, campaigning or I'm sorry, with many of them comparing it to 1984's Ministry of Truth. He said the public sphere should be a place where people from all over the political spectrum can debate and allow uh, centrists to decide which position make the most sense. So folks, he he took this and declared that it was like, uh, the Ministry of Truth from the book 1984 as well. There's so many people who have compared it to that. And we're not just talking about Republicans here that are against this new disinformation board. Here's a video from um, a former Democratic presidential candidate, Tulsi Gabbard.
2: To all the Democrats out there who say over and over again about how you stand strong against dictatorships, I'm wondering where your voice is now condemning this creation of a ministry of truth in our own Department of Homeland Security. Even worse, the Republicans who are out there saying, hey, we need this propaganda board as long as it's not headed by somebody who's biased, as long as it's not Jankowitz. All of you need to read the Bill of Rights again and be reminded about what our freedom of speech really means and how important it is to us all.
0: got Republicans talking about this. We've got Democrats talking about this. We've even got rhinos talking about it. The thing is, folks, that we've been giving up a little bit of our freedom for a long time now. Ever since 9-11, we've been giving up freedom. Um, When those planes crashed into the towers and they began to uh, have us uh, disrobe at the airport before we even get on an airplane and all the rules and regulations that have come along with that. And then now we see how COVID has come into our society and all the rules and regulations that were being pushed on us through that. We saw people lose their livelihoods and people lose their businesses. And so now we're seeing this. Now we're seeing more of this government control. And you got to ask yourself, where is all this heading and where is it coming from? So sharing a video on Twitter, Gabbert wrote, Biden is just the front man. Obama, on April 21st, social media censors don't go far enough, is what he said. So the government needs to step in and do the job. Six days later, Homeland Security rolls out this Ministry of Truth, a.k.a. the Disinformation Governance Board. So here's a video of President Obama talking about this at uh, Stanford University.
3: Now, the good news is, is that almost all the big tech platforms now acknowledge some responsibility for content on their platforms and they're investing in large teams of people to monitor. Given the sheer volume of content, this strategy can feel like a game of whack a mole Still, talking to people at these companies... I believe they are sincere in trying to limit content that engages hate speech, encourages violence, or poses a threat to public safety. They genuinely are concerned about it. They want to do something about it. But while content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough.
0: So Obama says it doesn't go far enough, and he's pushing for more governance in that. Okay, We know from Obama's record when he was the president that he was a, uh, a big one-worlder. He believed in the one-world government. He believed in giving up a lot of our sovereignty over to a one-world government. Now we've got Joe Biden who, remember, was his vice president at the time. But we've got Joe Biden who is doing things – a lot like Obama taught him to do. He's uh, pushing for more governance. He's uh, pushing to bring back the Paris climate control, which had nothing to do uh, with helping climate change. He's pushing the uh, Iranian nuclear deal, which didn't have anything to do with uh, creating an energy source for Iran, but it had everything to do with Iran establishing a nuclear warhead and Iran still uh, pursues after uh, the threats of uh, destroying Israel and wiping them off the face of the earth. So this is what we're dealing with. A lot of what's going on with Biden, with the Joe Biden administration, appears to be the same type of things that were going on with the Obama administration. Well, we just had this uh, former presidential Democratic. Uh, front runner say that Biden's just a front man and that Obama's pulling the strings. So could this be true? Are we watching the third term of the Obama administration? It'd make a lot of sense. If if Biden's just a puppet and Obama's pulling the strings. Well I want to look at something that former President uh, Obama said when he was in an interview back in December of 2020. And listen carefully to what he says in this interview.
3: You know what? If if I could make an arrangement where um, I had a I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could s- sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was... Uh, doing all the talking and ceremony, I, I'd be fine with that.
0: So he he said that if he could just be sitting in his sweats in a basement and talking in an earpiece and he's got somebody else up there like a puppet doing everything that he said to do, he'd be fine with that. So are are we watching the third term of the Obama administration? The crazy thing about this is it's it's not so crazy to believe that that's what's happening. Look at where we are right now. Look at the things that we've talked about recently on this program. Look at what the World Economic Forum's doing. Look at the things that Klaus Schwab says. Look at the things uh, that uh, his uh, administrator tells him, uh, Yuval Noah, I can't even remember the guy's last name now, but you know who I'm talking about. We have the video of him all the time on here. He, the, the young Jewish man who talks about transhumanism, he talks about uh, being able to hack human beings. He talks about your free will being over. We've played that video on here a couple of times already before and showed you exactly what he's talking about. He's talking about being able to hack human beings, being able to control what they're doing. And this is almost the same thing that... President Obama is talking about. He's talking about being able just to speak in an earpiece and have somebody act out what he wants them to do. So it's not so strange now when you see videos of uh, President Biden uh, not being able to finish a sentence or finishing a speech and turning around to shake a hand with somebody who's not there, Uh, wandering around aimlessly after he's made a speech while everyone else is huddled around uh, former President Obama. You start to see these things, and I think maybe our eyes are opening a little bit. We have all that coming at us so fast, it's almost as if this world is being turned inside out. We see the government trying to gain more and more control over our lives. And it looks like, from the outside looking in, you guys, it looks like the U.S. is headed down a path of world government that our leaders are trying to do everything within their power to destroy the American dream, to take away everything that we know, to uh, keep us captive in our own country. It it would be easy to lose hope if we didn't have the truth of the Word of God. So when I come back from the break, we're going to get into the Bible, and we're going to look at some of the things that the Lord tells us about what to expect and what we should do in the days ahead.
3: or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button.
0: Hello and welcome back to End of the Age. I thank you for joining me today today. Uh, Just to bring you up on uh, the top of the hour when we started to let you know that Vince was not here today. His wife is in labor and they are expecting their third child today. So keep Vince and his family in your prayers and we appreciate that. And um, also just wanted to take an opportunity to remind you uh, since we're talking about this topic today, the ministry of truth and this new disinformation board where the government is going to decide what disinformation is. I want you to remember all the people that have been blacklisted from social media platforms, all the people who have lost their programs on YouTube and on Facebook and other social media platforms. A lot of what we call truthers, what people call truthers as they watch those programs because they understand that they've been banned because they put truth out. And uh, whenever the truth is being put out like that, people are trying to stop it. And I know that um, a lot of it, a lot of times sounds like conspiracy theory, but folks, when conspiracy theory becomes to uh, the the surface and it's being proven, it's no longer conspiracy theory. So we talked earlier about Hunter Biden's laptop and how that was first deemed a conspiracy theory uh, by the Trump campaign. And it was a cooked up story. But more and more information is coming out about that. And more and more truth is being exposed with that. There's so many things going on in the world right now. Last night it was leaked. and, And I can't remember in my lifetime ever when a Supreme Court ruling was being leaked out, but for whatever reason, it was leaked out that the Supreme Court had voted that they would overturn Roe versus Way. So we, we may have a situation coming up where we're going to see that taken away and uh, no longer are you going to be able to have a legal abortion again in this country. That was something that was leaked out last night. Today, I read that there were other things leaked out about homosexual marriage uh, being banned as well. I don't know. I haven't had time to look at all that because I got that information late uh, today before I came on the program. But these are things that you have to wonder what in the world is going on. Because like I said, never before in my lifetime do I remember the Supreme Court having some kind of ruling that they made being leaked out before it was made public but for whatever reason, it's being leaked out. Is it leaked out so that there can be protest about it, so that there can be uh, counter arguments made about it, that that might be changed? Is it leaked out to take your mind off of other things? Uh, There's also information that a new Pfizer report came out. Um, So folks, we don't know exactly what's going on right now, but we've got to look into these things. There's also rumor of uh, food shortages coming. So Are they trying to cover up things by releasing other things? This is what happens when we have propaganda and when we have disinformation. We don't know when we can believe a story and when we can't, so we have to investigate. But that's okay. Getting into the news yourself, getting into the stories and trying to investigate it and study it out more before you start telling everybody about it, that's a good thing. That's what all of us need to do. Even when we're talking about um, biblical Scriptures and we're telling you things that are coming to pass in the Bible. Get into the Bible yourself. Start looking for yourself. But you know, because we talk about it many times on this program, that we are being censored here and that we've been um, put on probation several times by YouTube and uh, we've been threatened that we would be taken off because of things that we've said in a program. And so we have our own um, app called In the Age Plus, and you can get that app. You can try it for 14-day free trial, uh, but you can get that app for a monthly uh, fee of 12.99 a month, and you can see everything that we've got in our library, in our video library, uh, our daily programming that we have. Uh, the magazine is in there as an e-magazine. There's so much information in there. I promise you, you would not be disappointed if you're interested in end of the age, if you're interested in prophecy, if you're interested in world government, Mark of the Beast, world religion, all those topics that we talk about on a daily basis. We have uh, thousands of hours of content on that. And we have a lot of great uh, just biblical-based Bible teachings that are in there too through um, End Time University. And so... um, I just in this time where we 're talking about this we 're talking about disinformation we 're talking about them trying to uh control what 's being said, free speech i uh just urge you if you're interested in that to check it out and you can go to endtime.com dot com and check that out and um it's just going to be something that 's going to be worth your while. I promise you, we do these Bible studies all over the United States uh, I just taught one last night at my local church. Dave teaches one here at end time on Thursday nights. And we try to get as much information out to people all the time about what's happening in Bible prophecy. And so the bottom line is, while they're trying to shut down truth, we want to be able to keep talking about truth and keep uh, building people's faith. We were talking this morning in our prayer and devotional time about what's going on in the world and how we see so many people Uh, it it appears like people are beginning to lose hope. They're beginning to think there's no hope in the situation we're in. Uh, We're on here telling you that the United States isn't going to be part of a world government system, but yet everything we see in the news seems to be moving that way. We're going to talk about that in a second, and I'm going to explain why we believe what we believe. But I want you to also know that you shouldn't give up hope. If there was any time right now for you to be looking up and for you to be excited about being alive. It's right now because the Bible tells us about these times that we're living in and we have to have faith and we have to trust God and we have to be willing to put in the time where we're studying, where we're praying, where we're telling other people. If we're doing all those things, we're doing God's business. And the Bible tells us if we're doing his business, he's going to be taking care of us. So I just wanted to, to show you this proverb. It's Proverb twelve, nineteen. It says, The lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. So they, they don't have long folks. They're not going to be able to continue to spread lies. They, they say things like, If you tell a lie enough times, people begin to believe it as a truth. And so that's what we're seeing more and more from people. We're seeing that lies are being spoken and they just keep speaking these lies out and saying there's no proof to this, there's no proof to that, there's no proof to this. But the truth is always going to be the truth and it's going to end up coming out. But the lying tongue, they've only got a short time to be saying what they're saying. So just keep that in mind and... Think about these things as we move down through Scripture today. I want to try to build our hope as we look at some things, okay? And remember that we've been teaching this for a very long time, that the United States will not be part of the one world government. And there's a reason why we teach that. So I'm not going to do a huge Bible study today, but I am going to explain some things. And we're going to start in Daniel chapter 7. Daniel sees a vision. And this is Daniel 7, 3, where I'm going to start. and It says, Four great beasts came up out of the sea, diverse one from another. "'The first was like a lion, and it had an eagle's wings. "'And I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked, "'and it was lifted up off the earth and made to stand upon its feet as a man. "'And a man's heart was given to it. "'And behold, another beast, a second, like to a bear, "'and it raised up itself on one side.' And it had three ribs in its mouth, in the mouth of it between its teeth of it. And uh, they said, "Thus unto it, arise and devour much flesh." After this, I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon its back of it four wings of a fowl, and the beast also four heads, and the binion was given to it. And after this. I saw in the night visions and beheld a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly. And it had great iron teeth and it devoured and brake in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the other beasts that were before it. And it had ten horns. Okay, so the Bible tells us that these are kings or kingdoms that will be on the earth at the time that Jesus comes back to establish his kingdom. That's found in Daniel seven seventeen. But let me break it down for you. For those of you who may have not ever heard the teaching or don't understand why we say what we say, in Daniel 7, 4, we see a lion. And if these are symbolic of kingdoms, we know modern-day nations that are on the earth right now that represent each one of these animal symbols. So the lion is Great Britain, that is their animal symbol. And that lion had the wings of an eagle and Daniel watched until the wings were plucked out of that lion and they were made to stand on the feet of a man and a man's heart was given to it. That's referring back to those wings. So you think about the two symbols that uh, are mentioned there. One of it is an eagle's wings and then a man and a man's heart. And so the United States of America came out of Great Britain. We believe that that is the wings that are being plucked out of the line and made to stand on feet of his man and a man's heart's given to it. Our other symbol back in World War II was Uncle Sam. And one of the reasons why we believe a man's heart was given to it is because the United States has, have always been about humanitarian efforts. Anytime that there's been a natural disaster, we've been there to help Anytime there's been like war, we've gone in and tried to rebuild and help people taking food and supplies and caring for the injured. The American Red Cross will go in and they'll start helping in those areas. And uh, we'll have other organizations that are in the United States that go and help these places. So we believe that those wings there symbolize the United States of America, the lion being Great Britain. We came out of Great Britain. And the next beast that was talked about is the bear and the bear there we know that the russian bear is symbolized there we believe that that is the russian bear and a lot of people nowadays are are texting us and calling us and sending emails all the time asking us uh could one of the three ribs be the ukraine because of the situation that's going on right now we know that Russia has risen up against the Ukraine and it appears as though, you know, that could be. We don't know what the ribs are for sure. We have our ideas um, that they could be providences out of Asia or even uh, parts of um, providences there that surround Russia. But we don't know for sure. So could this be an active um, prophecy that's happening right now? We don't know for sure. But we, we do know that the symbol for Russia is the Russian bear. The next one is the leopard. And the leopard here has the wings of a fowl on his back and it has four heads. Well, this is one of the ways that Pastor Baxter understood about the Berlin Wall and how it would fall later because of what we're about to look at here in a few moments in Revelation. But that uh, leopard has four heads and it says dominion was given to it. So dominion's been given to that beast four times. Dominion is the authority to rule. So this beast has fallen and risen four different times. Remember Hitler's Third Reich was uh, the third time and then the Berlin Wall comes up. They separate Germany and say never again because Germany had started the, the last few major wars there. And so they separated the two Germanies with the, the wall. So when we come back, we'll get into a little bit more of this. Um, We'll talk about how these beasts are in the modern-day prophecies and revelation when we come back from the break. Stay with me. Welcome back to End of the Age. Before the break, we were talking about the beast of Daniel 7. I'm going to jump back into that teaching and uh, continue what we were talking about there. We were speaking of Germany being the leopard. Uh, they're now in their fourth and strongest right, rising up again after the fall of the Berlin Wall. Uh, the, uh, Germany is, is really the heart of the EU and, and really what's pushing their economy and everything else. We're watching them. Uh, just become stronger and stronger uh, as time goes on, so the fourth beast in Daniel seven was a uh, tin horn beast, and we know from scripture that those ten horns represent the same thing as the ten toes in Daniel chapter two, and that this is going to be the revived Holy Roman Empire, which we also know as the eu and so um, we like I said before, we understand that these Animal symbols are symbols that will be here at the time Jesus comes back. A lot of people say this is uh, Babylon, that it's Media Persia, that it's Greece, and that it's Rome. That that's what those four beasts are. But we see that these four beasts are beasts that will be here and they will be strong countries, kingdoms, during that time when Jesus comes back. And this is how we know. In Daniel chapter 7, verse 9, it says, And I beheld till the thrones were cast down... And the ancient of days did set, whose garment was white as snow, and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was like a fiery flame, and the wheels as a burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousands and thousands ministered unto him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The judgment was set, and the books were open. and I beheld them because... The voice of the great words which the horn spake. And I beheld, even till the beast was slain, and his body destroyed, and was given to the burning flame. As concerning the rest of the beast, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season of time. So in that scripture, there we see that judgment has come, that the ancient of days did set and that he passed judgment on the little horn. The little horn there is the beast, the Antichrist of Revelation. And that Antichrist is given into the lake of fire there. We also know that happens because of Revelation chapter 19 at the end of the battle of Armageddon. The Antichrist and the false prophet are both thrown into the lake of fire. So this is talking about the end of time. This is talking about when Jesus comes back to set up his kingdom, And those nations are prevalent nations at that time. So now we're going to jump ahead and I'm going to show you in the book of Revelation, chapter 13, starting with verse 1, and John sees the same beast that Daniel saw, except now they're not individual beast, but they're joined together. And it says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns. And upon his ten horns, ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was likened to a leopard, and his feet were the feet of a bear, and his mouth was the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And the world, all the world, wondered after the beast, and they worshiped the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worshiped the beast, saying, Who is like the beast who is able to make war with them? Now notice in this scripture we've got the lion, we've got the bear, we've got the leopard and the ten-horned beast. The same thing that was in Daniel 7, except this time they're all together in an end-time one-world government beast. But notice that there were no eagle's wings mentioned there. So where did the eagle wings from Daniel go. Remember, we know from Daniel 7 that they were plucked out and made to stand on their feet as a man. and man's heart was given to it. Well, we don't see the United States, the eagle wings, in that one world government. So they are either gone or they've got to be somewhere. Well, just one chapter ahead in Revelation 12, starting in verse 12, we get this information. Therefore, rejoice, ye heavens, And ye that dwell in them, and woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. For the devils come down unto you, having great wrath, because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. And when the dragon saw that he was cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman which brought forth the man-child. And the woman were given the two wings of a great eagle, that she might fly into the wilderness into her place where she is nourished for a time and times and half a time from the face of the serpent. Okay, so let me just kind of break things down for you here. The devil is that dragon. And Revelation 12 is talking about a war in heaven where Michael and his angels stand up and they fight against the devil and his angels. See, right now the devil has access to where he can go before God and he can um, accuse us before God. But when this war happens, he's going to be cast down. We believe that this war will happen at the exact same time the abomination of desolation takes place because it says that he's cast down to earth and he's filled with wrath because he knows his time is short. And then it tells us that the eagle's wings protect Israel for time, times, and a half a time. That's the same time frame that Daniel gave us in Daniel 7 about the great tribulation, that it would be for time, times, and the dividing of time. That is 42 months or 1,260 days, but it comes up to a a three-and-a-half-year period. So when you're in that final seven years, And we have peace for the first three and a half. But the Antichrist stands on the Temple Mount, declares himself to be God, stops the animal sacrifices. That is the abomination of desolation. And the Bible says in Matthew 24 that that event called the abomination of desolation starts the Great Tribulation. And so for the time period of the Great Tribulation, we see those eagle's wings, which we believe is America, helping Israel all the way through that three and a half years of great tribulation. So maybe you're asking right now, how in the world do we get there from where we are right now? And I wish I had a really good answer for you, but I don't know. Scripture doesn't tell us that. It just tells us that these eagle's wings are helping Israel. And I believe that with all my heart that that's the United States of America. So something that could happen, just what if, maybe a scenario... We're about to have new elections. And if we were to get somebody in office that is the opposite of what we've got right now, we could see things turn around fairly quickly. I mean, we saw it before. Under the Obama administration, we were headed down a path of world government. And then this guy, Donald Trump, gets elected. And he turns everything around and stops the horses. And now we're not galloping as fast as we were toward that. But then he seemingly gets beat in the election and we get this Biden administration coming in to finish what the Obama administration had tried to start. And they're trying to bring it home in full throttle, guys. They're trying to get it there as fast as they can. But here's the thing. We serve a God that's in control. Government's not going to save us. A president's not going to save us. But the Lord God that we serve in heaven is the one that's going to save us. I don't know if you all remember the story, but there were the Hebrew children in Egypt who had fled captivity and were running for their lives. And their back was up against the Red Sea. And Pharaoh's armies was now ascending down the hills to, to kill and destroy Israel. But Moses cried out to God. And God told Moses, just lift your staff up. And he lifted up his staff, and God parted the Red Sea. And the children of Israel crossed across the Red Sea on dry land. When the, when the soldiers caught up with them, they got confused. They start driving around in circles, fighting with one another in the middle of the ocean. The children of Israel get over to dry land, and God floods that army, destroying all of them right in front of Israel to show them That he's God. That's the same God we serve, you guys. We serve the God who parted the Red Sea, who made a way for Israel to get there. God doesn't tell us that trouble isn't coming. Jesus didn't say we wouldn't have tribulation. He said we would have tribulation. He said in this world we would have trouble, but we didn't have to worry because he had already taken care of that stuff. He had defeated all those things already and that we had victory in Jesus Christ. So are we going to see tribulation? Are we going to see the Antichrist rise? Are people going to worship him? Yeah, those things are going to happen. But we always get phone calls from folks that say, uh, you guys say that uh, America won't be part of the mark of the beast. They won't be part of the world government. But the Bible says all. So let's look at what scripture says. The Bible says in Revelation 13, starting in verse 8, it says, and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. So it truly does say that. But then it says this, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. So what does that mean? That means if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you will not worship the beast or take his mark. So apparently not all people are going to do that. Even Revelation chapter 20 verse 4 through 6 tells us that John saw the souls of those who had not worshipped the beast, had not taken his mark and had not uh, received uh, his mark on their forehead or their hand. And he saw that they had been killed for the testimony of Jesus Christ and for the refusal to worship the beast and that they came to life and ruled and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So there's reward for resisting this system that's coming. There's reward for resisting the one world government, for the one world religion, for the mark of the beast. There's reward for it. But those things are coming. How much will they affect us in this country? I can't tell you. I don't know that for sure because the Bible doesn't tell us, but it does tell us those eagle's wings are protecting Israel. So how do you get your name in the Lamb's Book of Life? You do that by being born again of the water and the Spirit. Okay, Jesus told Nicodemus that that's what we need to do to enter the kingdom of God, to be born again of the water and the Spirit. And if you don't know what that means, we have a free brochure called What Do You Mean Born Again? You can call our 1-800 number or you can simply go to uh, com uh, slash born again, and you'll be able to find that brochure and read that online and that will help you. And if you need more help, Call me. Call and ask for Doug or Dave or any of us here at End Time and we can help you understand what that means. All right. So Jesus also tells us in Matthew 24, he gives us a warning that things are about to happen. He says, starting in verse 7, it says, For nation shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. And all these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and they shall kill you and ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall arise and shall deceive many. And because of iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So because sin is abounding... People's hearts are going to grow cold. Don't let that happen, folks. But be, uh, but he that endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world as a witness unto all nations. And then the end shall come. So if we believe in the true ministry of truth, which is the word of God, then we know that we have a promise. If we endure to the end, we shall be saved. Thank you for joining me today. We'll see you tomorrow.
4: This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's one 800 363 8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.